Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is. You get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women. At, servicemen and women. I'm trying to get through Slow that. Slow down, huh? I'm in a hustle, hu- hurry for some reason. Uh, our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank you guys as we do every day. I want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip through the drive through over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or in Brupolo. Over in Tupelo, it'd be kind of weird if Brupolo was in Hernando. Brunando? Brunando works. I like that. I like that. Yeah, sure. They, they need to tap into that that DeSoto County market, Brew Soto County, if you will. I think that's growing. You know, it's expanding. Constantly. It is. It's a very large area. Evidently, Mississippi. A lot of great baseball players. There's like three or four six A schools there. Yeah, yeah. Maybe more. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Well, wherever you live in our great state, be it near Memphis or near the, the Gulf Coast, wherever you are. You can get Strange Brew Coffee House in your house right now. All you got to do is have it delivered to you via strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. Whatever kind of coffee machine is sitting on your front counter, they've got you covered at Strange Brew Coffee. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. That's the place to find maroon and white merchandise that you can't get anywhere else because they only College Corner has the best and biggest selection of maroon and white merchandise in central Mississippi. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Humble Taco. Today's Wing Wednesday over at Humble Taco, which means they're Mexican wings, which are awesome, by the way. Mexican smoked wings with the, the Mexican yum-yum sauce. It's just something, you, again, the word I always use with Humble Taco is unique. Where else are you finding that? Where else does anybody have Mexican smoked wings? I, I've never heard of it before, and I don't know anybody else that's doing it. So if you're looking for something different and delicious, Find the place that's serving Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. That's Humble Taco on University Drive. If you're looking for a great and easy suggestion for lunch today, man, it's got to be Firehouse Subs. Hit up Firehouse Subs via their app. It's free. You download it. You can pick up your order in minutes, and you're piling up reward points, so you're getting free sandwiches faster than just about any app out there. Locations are in Starkville and Oxford, Columbus and Tupelo, uh, Flowood and Madison. That's Firehouse Subs. It's Rumblings Day, Robbie Falk. we got a good number of questions today. Yeah. Ready to jump in? I am. Let's do it. We we already did our unboxing, by the way. We didn't we don't we didn't milk it for twenty eight minutes like you see on YouTube, but we got our WCW cards, some Sting, some Double A, some Flair. I, I was a little disappointed that the the deck was almost the same. Yeah, they were almost people. the same, and and there were some duplicates in there, and like I wanted like Oz. I wanted more jobbers, to be totally honest with you. Yes. I wanted some George South, the Mulkies, things like that. But. Yeah, we we needed some more of that. Yeah. I needed Oz. I needed. Um, uh, the, the, the diamond, diamond stud. stud. Yeah. I, wow. How are we thinking that at the same well, time? Well, it's Hall and Nash. Well, I guess so. Yeah. And the early Diamond Dallas page when he was just, just the, the manager. Manager. Yeah. 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 I want, I need, I, you know, I'm trying to think of who else. I want, I want to see Lord Stephen Regal in there. 
you know? He was a little, he was maybe a little, 95. A little later, yeah. I yeah. He wasn't around. If we had found a terrorizing one, that would have been something. <clears throat> oh my gosh. All right. Let's get into it. Colton Watson has our first questions of the day. I see a lot of people complaining going to Tuller or Fristo when State is tied or down, but who else would you go to when Augur has already been used? Who do you suggest they bring out instead? We got nobody else. This is the issue that State has. And that that's the question I always pose. I'm like, why do you go to Fristo here? Why do you go to Tuller? I mean, who else are you throwing out there? Yeah. You don't feel good about anybody. I mean, I guess you might as well go with the guys that have been there before, but man, I mean, Tuller's had like two games where he's come in and like gotten out of trouble um, or gotten you through some innings. He's every time he comes in, man, he's given up a walk, uh, you know, a, a big hit, a run. I, I don't know what you do there, but I think you got to try somebody else as a left-hander. The, the, the well, left-hander obviously is an issue because they just doesn't have a lot of those arms. They really only have two guys that they can use right now, and Andrew Walling. I well, asked, uh, Cole Cheatham's left-hander, isn't he? Yeah, but they haven't. They're not gonna go to him. I mean, just, why not try it out? No, they haven't done it yet. And you know, I asked uh, Chris Lamontis about Andrew Walling, and he made it sound like he was injured. He said, you know, they don't want to rush him back and, and things. I don't know. what He didn't give a He's lot of He's got to be injured. There's no other There's explanation. No other reason, yeah. But, I mean, I see him out there throwing. And, I mean, he was throwing the other day before the game. He's with the team. I, I just don't know. I, I mean, this is just – it's crazy that Mississippi State's got to this point after being so good in the bullpen last year. Yeah, it really is. Uh, another one from Colton. After this weekend – has this baseball team demonstrated enough to show you that it knows how to win close games without T.A. and Rowdy? I mean, it's only two wins. I, I, well, I wouldn't go that far. I think they do know how to win. Um, I think, you know, offensively, they know how to win. I just, you can't count on the pitching staff. Yeah, you're right. That, that's kind of the problem. Yeah. It's like, are those guys going to be able to um, to hold it down yeah. and give your team a chance? Now, if it's the bottom of the ninth and Mississippi State's tied or they're down by a run, I think absolutely they got a shot to win. I've, I have a lot of faith in those guys to come through. Uh, let's see here. Next question from Rob Hadaway. He said, Sunday night show ended with The Rock says know your damn role. So he's talking about the Oscars? Uh, I guess he's talking about our show. I don't, I don't know. Oh. Did you, did you do oh, The I Rock? Oh, I did do The Rock. Okay. Yeah. Monday morning show is what he's talking about. I see. I see what he's saying. Coincidence or prophetic, given what else happened Sunday night? Could not have. uh, It has to be coincidence. I had no clue that Chris Rock was going to be a. I really wish it had been The Rock making that joke. What would Will Smith have done? He would have not slapped. He'd have been like, "That's funny. That's funny." You're you're a funny guy, funny Rock. Guy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He would not have slapped uh, the Rock. Imagine I promise if the you. Rock had rock bottomed him there. <laughs> Just grab. Oh my gosh, I would have lost it. Rank these popcorns from uh, from Rob Hadaway. Movie theater, caramel, Jiffy Pop, popcorn scrimp, and popcorn chicken. All right, Jiffy Pop is last. Yes. All right. I, I don't eat a whole lot of popcorn uh, lately. No. Nah. But popcorn shrimp, popcorn chi- chicken, uh, I absolutely I'm gonna will. I'm going to put chicken ahead of shrimp. I, I am as well. Okay, so chicken, But I, I would say I would probably put movie theater popcorn ahead of both. Because so I would rather one. have, I would rather have chicken tenders and oh, I get, I get you fried, you know, fried shrimp. I mean, I get what you're saying. Well, fried shrimp, is, popcorn shrimp is fried shrimp. It's just small. Well, I know, but I would rather have the, the big, big shrimp. shrimp. I mean, I'm, right, I'm so not, we're gonna have different. I'm rankings. not going with popcorn chicken over chicken tenders. We're gonna have different rankings. I want you go. You go ahead. Movie theater, 
uh, chicken, shrimp, caramel, Jiffy Pop. I'm going to go chicken, shrimp, caramel, movie theater, Jiffy Pop. I'm not a huge movie theater popcorn guy. I, I can't go to the movie theaters. Well, I have lately, but, you know, growing up, you mm-hmm. can't go to the movie theaters and not get you a no, big, big bucket it's of true. popcorn true, with I some just... butter on it. Yeah. I mean, there's just there, there's just nothing like it. I, I haven't found popcorn like movie theater popcorn many places. No, yeah, no, it's it, it's very unique. It's different. Yeah, I agree with that. Last one from Rob. Can you convince me that Dick Murdoch, Captain Redneck, is not Brandon Walker's father? Of course I can, because Bobby Eaton was uh, his father. Was Brandon Walker's father? Yes. God, God rest his soul. I think it's the owner of the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. To be honest with you. You got a lot of options for who Brandon Walker. <laughs> we could do a series on that. Patton Paris asks us in a span, or he tells us in a span of two days, our checking account was hacked, draining our account, and our car was broken into the night before we left St. Louis. Please share some bad stories to help me me feel better. Well, that's awful. Uh, I don't really know what to share. Some bad stories. Yeah, and I haven't ever had identity uh, theft or anything like that. I've wrecked a couple of cars. Yeah. Uh, I have as well. I, I, you know what? I can't really think of one right now. That's gonna. I don't have anything that that's gonna help you, Pat. Yeah, so. Sorry that, about all that, though. It, it would have to have been a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Steve Robertson, our good friend and host, wants to know which media person would you walk up and slap like Will Smith if you knew you could get away with it? You, Steve, one hundred percent you, right in the face. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who. Who? Well, I, I do know, but I'm not gonna say on the air. Uh, and by the way, it's not that I, it's like if I knew I could get away with it, I could get away with it. I would probably pick. Who would I pick? I don't really want to slap a whole lot of people in the media. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'll slap that guy who asked, asked that awful question about your mom. He's not in the media. Yeah, it doesn't matter though. I'm just saying. Um, you don't know that. Be, I doubt it is. It's 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 Stefan Stefan Krashnik's burner. I'd probably do it to, to the sock. The sock. We're gonna slap him in the face. <laughs> nice. I don't, uh, I don't want to, but also from uh, from Steve. How many home runs for Luke Hancock before the season's over? He's sitting on two, right? I'm gonna say like eight. I think he could, he could have a weekend where he gets a couple and maybe puts them at ten. But it, I don't know how long state season is gonna go. Yeah. So eight eight seems like a good number. Last one from Steve. What's the best Skid Row song not titled I Remember You? You just going to make it easy and go 18 in life, or do you have another one? Youth Gone Wild, I like better. Yeah, Maybe even Monkey Business. I was going to say Monkey Business. That's a close one, but it would be either one of those two for me. I agree. 18 in life is very good, too. I agree. My friend Brian McDuff asks, can you ever remember a WrestleMania where the Intercontinental and U.S. titles weren't on the line? Those belts are so meaningless in WWE. Nobody, I don't even, I mean, is, who's the Intercontinental? I don't know. I know Finn Balor is the I think U.S. It's, champion. Is it uh, Sami Zayn? No, because he's wrestling. Yeah, but he might, He. I thought he won something the other day. Uh, it is currently held by... Is it Shinsuke? Ricochet, Ricochet, yeah. So he's I mean, not he's not wrestling at WrestleMania. I think he's in the Battle Royal. I think he's in the. Uh, the but Oscars. that's that's going to be on SmackDown. Well, then I, I, don't, I don't know then. Oh my 
gosh. I, yeah, I don't care anything about either title right now. Yeah. They just they've That's made one good thing about AEW is they have, they've elevated the TNT title to where it's, it's a yeah. big deal. So. Yeah. He also wants to know what's on the menu this weekend. I'm, I'm, I am cooking out. So I'm doing a – you've heard of Mississippi Pot Roast, right? Yes. I'm doing a Mississippi Pork Roast. Okay. So it's, it's the same kind of thing, but it's a pork shoulder instead. Looking forward to that. I'm going to do some pastalaya, and I'm going to do some boudin. So, who all is who all is coming to your house? I believe Stefan and his uh, his girlfriend will be here this weekend. Oh. The sock is coming, uh, and I got like two or three other people. I think I think I think a few other people are coming. Plus my family. And none of them care about wrestling. Well, no, no, we had to move it to Sunday, so we're doing it for the the, uh, the afternoon game. Okay, the so, afternoon Arkansas game. It's two thirty. So yeah. Oh, you're watching the game. Yeah, yeah, watch okay. the game. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Um. MSU Pace wants my our all-time starting five for Mississippi State hoops. A lot of lot of good front men are going to be put out of here. A lot of front court players. Well, let's just go ahead and start with Bailey Howell. Bailey Howell's at the four. I'm yes. going to put Dampier at the five. Okay. At the three, a wing. I'm trying to think. Like Dante, Dante. Jones, but that's only one year's worth of work. Pretty good in that one. Uh, it's really good. Yeah, it's really good. I don't think it can't put Charles Rhodes there. Not a good enough perimeter shooter. I need somebody who can shoot from three. Does Winsome Frazier go there? Do we need could to go? Q back? play the three? Q could play the three. There you go. That's a good choice. Like third or fourth leading scorer in MSU history. Yeah, Q. What about um where's Jeff Malone go? He's at the two. Okay. He's the two, and then the one, who's your point guard? Uh Bowers. Jamont, that's that's the big. Could be could be Jamont because he could do so many things for you. Yeah, but I'm gonna go. Mickey Bowers play the play the point. Oh yeah, he played played in the the championship year '04. Okay, well, let's do that. Bowers. So we're gonna go Bowers, Malone, Q, uh, Q, Bailey Howell. Bailey Howell, and Eric Dampier. That's Ooh. a good lineup. That's a really good lineup. I mean, I'll be totally honest. Outside of Kentucky. That's as good a lineup as you're going to get in the SEC. Three NBA guys One in there, and another guy that's been borderline NBA. Yeah, in uh, Q. Yeah, I mean you pretty much have four NBA players in that yeah. lineup. Yeah, that's a good. And a then lineup. you bring off the bench, you know, like Dante Jones, Jones, Charles Rhodes, Lawrence Roberts, Bernardo, oh. Zimmerman. Uh, I mean, we haven't even talked about Cameron Burns. There's been some great Greg players Carter. through here. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're not even talking about the really old guys like Joe Dan Gold and Leland Mitchell. I mean, there's a ton of guys. That's a good question. Down one, 10 seconds left. What MSU basketball player are you drawn up to play for? I mean, Q had like five buzzer beaters in his career at Mississippi yeah. State. So it's either him or Jeff Malone. Or Timmy Bowers. Bowers would be another good one, yeah, for sure. Who wins in a home run derby? Blaze Jordan, Renfro, Hunter Hines, Will Clark, Palmero, Moreland, and Austin Riley. Blaze Jordan is not in the conversation here. All right, he's playing rookie ball. I mean, yeah. good in high school doesn't mean anything. <sighs> Probably Palmero in his prime. Probably so. Probably so, yeah. Hunter Hines is climbing up that chart. He's, he's good. He's a good player. Interesting, if you go back and listen, I'm sure they haven't, they've got it on YouTube. Uh, to go back and listen, I asked Coach uh, Lamonis about the recruitment of Hunter Hines and if, if he thought he would be this effective. And he talked about how that as a, the first time they saw him, he was still playing football for Madison Central. Mm-hmm. And he was like 270 pounds, and he was just big kid. Big kid. And they were like, I don't know. And then the next time they saw him, they were like, wow, 
you know. And he was kind of like, you know, a lot of these kids get recruited when they're in eighth grade right, now. Right, right, right. He was like, a I think late, a junior when they started bloomer, recruiting yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of times those late bloomers are the ones that really turn out to be your better players. I mean, Brad Cumbus, they weren't even going to bring him in until after his senior season. Um, he was not going to be um, a baseball player. And I think that turned out to be a, a good choice by Mississippi State and by Cumbus. Uh, let's see here. Jay Smith wants to know, who do you think will lead this team in home runs this year? And guess how many it will be? I'm going to go with Kellum Clark. And I think he'll be around, I think he, he's, what, at eight? Mm-hmm. Fifteen. Yeah, I think Hunter Hines, I think, eventually will kind of slow being freshman, down just yeah. a little bit. I mean, there, there's there's going to be a time where they figure out how to pitch to him and he's not able to drive it out of the yard like that. So, Who's next here? Uh, oh, it's the same story. James Smith. Jay Smith, favorite mania that isn't 10, 17, 19, or 25, and why? It's got to be 30, right? Daniel Bryan wins? 30 as a whole. Three was very good. Yeah. Seven? What was seven? That, not, that's, I think that, that Hogan beats Yokozuna. I thought that was... Uh, no, it's not seven I'm thinking of. What about 20? What was 13? Was that the one in Boston? That's the one. That's Austin... No, thirteen. Is, no, thirteen's a good one. That's Hart, uh, Austin. Yeah, that's that's the one. That's a good. That one. would be up there for me. Yeah, that would um, be a good one. Uh, uh, twenty. Uh, we're I mean, yeah, it, you know it is what it is now. But Benoit and the triple threat. That's a great match. Mm-hmm. You have the Undertaker returning. You have Lesnar Goldberg when they're still you know kind of in their at their peak. Yeah. So that's a good one too. But I, I would go thirty. For thirty. Sure. Thirty is probably it's up there with seventeen with top to bottom. Yeah. Just great across the board, yeah. and that was the first WrestleMania I ever highly, went to. So. Nineteen is highly underrated, in my opinion. I'm surprised he put it on there. Nineteen was Angle Lesnar, yes, and, and uh, Jericho. That was that in Seattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a really good. Yeah. That was a really good one. That's whenever Lesnar did the uh, shooting stars press right on his neck. Nearly killed himself right there in the ring. The American Dream asked the same question this week that he asked last week. I'm not. I'm not going to answer it again. Uh, the Mart, my buddy Marty asks, guys, I have until Friday to renew my football season tickets, yet I'm still not motivated to buy them. This is not this isn't a knock on our team or our coach. College football has changed and not for the better, in my opinion. The NIL and transfer portal has pretty much ruined it. I have no problems with players getting paid, but what's going on is just NFL light, and I don't watch the NFL regularly till the pay- playoffs begin. I know schools have been paying players under the table in the past, but now everything is above the table, and nobody but the Blue Bloods are going to reap the benefits. So help this 20-year season ticket holder get motivated and renew his tickets. I have a two-pronged approach here. One, this is college football, right? All that matters is the helmet. I don't care what the name on the back of the jersey is for anybody. I've said it many times. If we woke up tomorrow and Ole Miss and State swapped rosters, I'm a huge Jackson Dart fan, right? The other thing is this. When you say nobody but the Blue Bloods are going to reap the benefits, that's what's been happening before. The Blue Bloods have been reaping the benefits since the beginning of college football. Yeah, no, I mean, to me, nothing has nothing changed for the hierarchy of I, I, you're just now people are spending more money openly yeah. than they were. But Texas, Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, you, they're still we'll going to be con- the top teams. Uh, we'll continue to get the best players. Exactly. It's it, That's why people say – well, you know, people come in there and talk about how, like, well, keep saying this isn't good, this isn't bad for Mississippi State. I just don't think that it's going 
to affect Mississippi State like people think it is. Um, I still I think that it's still going to be you're still going to be having to Alabama is still going to be getting those same players. You're still going to have to be battling Alabama, um, LSU, and people like that. Mississippi State's still going to be where they were. I, don't, I just don't I don't think a whole lot has changed as far as the hierarchy of college football and really most of athletics. So I'm reading this article here real quick. Why? From Brad Crawford. Well, I just saw it on your board. Oh. Uh, he's predicting every SEC team's breakout player. You'll never guess who he has for State. What position? No, I'm not going to tell you. Uh, what, who? Massimo Biscardi? No. Like, the kicker? Really? How's that a breakout player? I don't, I don't get that one. It's like for Ole Miss, and for Ole Miss, it's Zach Evans. Well, no crap. Five-star running back has, it takes over when there's nobody left. He's going to be the starter. What about Jackson Dart? Uh, he, he mentions him, but I mean, I don't consider Jackson Dart to be a breakout player. Is somebody, in my opinion, that was there the year before and showed you some pro- like the real answer to me is Ra Ra Thomas. Yeah, that's just that's just. It's got to be somebody that yeah, somebody that that didn't have you know did wasn't yeah. a, a main player last year. Right, right, right. Yeah, not like not not really like the recruits. New, yeah, so. no, I can't I can't get behind that. Justin Strawn asked, if you were to put a money line on Mississippi State making a regional, what number would you give it? <sighs> Plus two fifty. So yeah, no, making a regional. No, no, I, 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 they're, they're, I think they'll make, make right regional. now. They're still in place to make a regional. So yeah, minus minus one seventy five. Ryan Nelson and I recorded a two hour podcast this week on Succession. And the recorder crashed when I hit stop recording and lost the show. How dependent, how despondent have you been when a show you record gets lost due to the land of technical difficulties? I have been very despondent. It has happened to me many times in the past. One thing I will tell you is, and I, I talked to Ryan and I said, y'all are using Skype. You need to switch to Zoom. Zoom is better, and it, it's unlimited time on there if it's just the two of you on there. So Yeah, because many times whenever I first got started with... Uh the now defunct Bulldog Sports Radio, mm-hmm. um, we did using Skype. Pamela and Skype. Yeah, and many times Problem. it was just lost. Yeah, you, and there's nothing you can do nothing about it. Do. I mean, a couple times you had to re-record the episode. Yeah. yeah, and that was very, very, very frustrating. Yeah, annoying, frustrating. I've been whenever. there. I've been there. So, what's the best Will Smith slapping Chris Rock meme you've seen? I mean, it's the Tennessee Ole Miss one, right? Uh, sure. Okay then. Norm wants to know who are our favorite professional basketball, baseball, and football players of all time. So here we go. Baseball, Will Clark. Professional, yeah. uh, Derek, Jeter. Derek Jeter. Basketball. Kobe. Magic. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. In my opinion, Magic Johnson, second greatest basketball player of all time. Jordan one, Magic two. Oh, okay. that's, where, that's where I go. Uh, number th- uh, Football. Football player, favorite player of all time. Uh, probably Troy Polamalu. Pat Swilling. Yeah, I, I knew that about you. Yeah, Breeze is second. Jay in Baltimore asks, any originator, any idea who the originator of the antics performed by baseball players uh, after hitting a double? What's the worst you've seen? I think they're all great, personally. I haven't seen one that just made me go, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know who the first yeah. guy was, though. I think it's just evolved it's over evolved, time. evolved, yeah. The worst was the other day when... <laughs> Alabama dude um, walked 
walked and, it, yeah. and the ball got away, yeah. and he got down to second base and did like the sledgehammer thing. Like, no, nah, that, that wasn't a double. It's not a double. You got to hit He walked, and it was a wild pitch. Yeah, I, don't, I agree with that. <clears throat> uh, Kevin Wright asks, I volunteered, I was volunteered, I'm sorry, to coach my son's under-10 flag football team this spring, and we just completed our first practice. Any pointers? What should my expectations be as a first-year coach? At that point, you're really still teaching them the game. So yeah. that's what you should be doing, teaching them the game and not really worried about – I mean, wins and losses, I understand you want to win you don't want to lose. but You want to see steady improvement from the first practice yeah. to the last game. You want to see them Consistence. start to understand yeah. the game much better. The rules of the game. And if, if they have gotten better mm-hmm. at the end job. of the season, you did your job. If they're worse – then you don't need to do yeah. this anymore. Flag football is one thing, but like I, I, this is not a bad idea. A lot of people do it. Email or, or something, get in contact with an actual coach, especially like a college coach. If you tell and, and ask them like this, be like, these kids are still at the young age. You know, what do I need to be teaching them about the game of football? What what am I gonna what what should I be teaching them at this age? You probably get some good feedback on that. Another one from MSU Pace. What was the name of that outdoor bar that was located behind Little Dewey's that gave out free shots when they played the Hay Song? Didn't it have Hog in its name? It did. What was that place? What? So that building that's right next to Little Dewey's. Like, here's Little Dewey's on uh, Fellowship Street. Uh-huh. And this is building right here, right? And then there's another one right here. And that's where the, there used to be a bar and restaurant there. It was the Blue Marlin at first. And then I it don't was, remember Then that. it was a Tiki Bar. I don't, rem- I, I don't remember. It, the Hog is familiar, though. Like, it started off as, like, a, a high-end seafood restaurant. That lasted, like, a month. And then they turned it into, a, like, a tiki bar. So, uh, Brogan Fairchild. First off, question. Do you watch a lot of music documentaries? Me? Yeah. Yes. Okay, great. Maybe you can answer this question because I sure can't. Uh, rank the music documentaries. Anvil, the story of Anvil. Searching for Sugar Ma'am. I'm too old for this. You know what? Sound City and the Beastie Boys story. Well, I, I do watch movie documentaries, music documentaries. music documentaries, but the only one I've seen on here is Anvil. Okay, so, is it good? Uh, yeah. Okay, what is it about? It's about um, a band. It's it's a band that is not uh, not well known like mm-hmm. to us. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was about to... Jim Neidhart. Uh, no. no, it's about a band like. And it's kind of like the story of that okay. uh, band from like back during the. Um, it's like a heavy metal band from back in the eighties. Oh, okay. And it actually it is a it is a really good movie. It's like a it's, it's a band that you know just the average fan doesn't know, but a lot of people were kind of inspired by them. I think. He also wants to know our thoughts on special teams. How much are we going to learn this? It's impossible to learn a lot about, a lot about special teams in the spring because you don't see them. Uh, I almost he, got hit with a with a football on the side by one of the punters the other day, that's, uh, and so I mean right now there's a couple of them are having trouble I think keeping it in between the white lines. Uh, I don't have a problem with that <clears> as long <throat> as the distance is good. Yeah, but well, kick it out of bounds. Don't let anybody. Return the distance it. wasn't good. No, that's not. It's also a windy day too. Yeah. So great question here from Andrew Matten. How many waves of five year olds could you take in a fight if they came every thirty seconds in waves of five? So you gotta you gotta disable the first five, otherwise you're fighting ten. Well, they're gonna be around my knee. Yeah. So, just a sweeping uh, kick. Yeah, you need to work with kicks here. Kicks are yeah. more powerful. Kicks and knees. 
Um, I mean, because you, otherwise you're just punching down. That's going to be difficult. Yeah, it's just it's all about the 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 legs. I thought I thought here a five year old you could probably pick one of them up by their legs and swing him like a club. You could do that. So that's a thought. You know, just just use him as a, as a weapon. Hopefully we don't so get arrested the, yeah, for no. talking about beating talking up about five it year is olds. one thing. So what's the answer here? I don't know. I could probably get into like the 30s or 40s. Eventually, it's gonna. Eventually, gonna, you're gonna tire out. I'm gonna tire out. Yeah. Alexandra Watson asks, this is a really good question. Do you think there would have been so much controversy if Jada had slapped Chris herself? Absolutely not. Nobody would say Nobody anything. Nobody would say anything. But like, she was offended. He made fun of her. And so she went up there and slapped him. Yeah. Move on with your life. And that would have drawn an instant apology from Chris Rock, too. You know, like, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mean to. I, at first, I was very defensive of what Will Smith did on that. Mm-hmm. But people did have a good point here. Was he that? Was he as outraged about the whole entrapment thing or whatever that they had done on live television, where she was basically saying she was having an affair yeah. or whatever? And also, he was laughing at the joke. Right. There's a lot going on here that doesn't make sense. Maybe it I mean, doesn't work. I don't know. But the the fact that that joke was made, and I understand like comedians and stuff, and you make those jokes. That would have made me angry too. Yeah. Uh, if if my wife had a condition and he made fun of that condition, I would have been upset about that. Um, just eliminating all the other things about Will Smith and Jada or whatever. Yeah. Uh, also from Alexandra Watson, my child fell while playing and possibly broke her finger. What's the dumbest way you ever hurt yourself that required medical attention? You got one? Yeah, I was slicing buckets at. Um, my job on campus where the uh, courtyard Marriott is now. Yeah, the old mill. Yes. Um, so I was I was working uh, in the warehouse over there, and my job was to cut off the tops of buckets so the workers could use those buckets to go fishing. Don't ask me why that was a thing, but a thing, all these buckets that were like used for cleaning products, mm-hmm. I would have to wash them out and then cut the tops well cut the tops off wash them out and then give them to the workers yeah I've come a long way over the years yes you have what's um, the injury so i i can tell it's gonna be bad sliced my thumb you can see the oh scar yeah right you there. see the scar almost down to the bone yeah um i was using a i was using a uh the um not the letter openers but the what's the knife that gosh like a filleting knife no um gosh I can't even, my mind's going blank. But the knife that you like push it up and it's got just a little razor right there. I, I was using that. that. Yeah, yeah. It was, That razor is super sharp. Yeah. So one little slice. And that like a box cutter. Box cutter. Yeah. Sorry. I, what, what, I'm, an, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Uh, I was using the box cutter and that, that thing is so sharp. It's super sharp, yeah. It just barely needed to touch my skin and just sliced it open. Jeez. So we had to go to, on the way to, like I walked into my supervisor's office and blood is gushing out of my hand and i said hey i think i need to go to the uh student health center mm-hmm. and he's like what is it i was like i mean as you can see i have four paper towels and they're completely soaked in blood i'm losing blood like very at fast. a high rate here yes and like he slowly got up we got in the truck and he's like i need you to sign this uh yeah this sheet of paper here saying that we didn't know about any of this or whatever and i'm like my blood, all the blood's leaving my body. My face is pale, 
got over there and uh, Dr. Collins was over there and sewed me up. Nice. Yeah. I have a similar story to that, but we'll go with the one that's closer to my eye because that's a bad or worse injury. Playing football inside in like a small room. Never smart. Yeah. And I uh, went head first into a cabinet and got a, uh, I think it's this eye. Went right there. I got about, about five stitches. Uh, there, there's still a line I see it. Yeah, through my eyebrow. Yeah. Yeah. So. Not I smart. dropped a uh, I dropped a barbell on my sister's head around that same spot. Ooh, yeah, that sounds like it would hurt. She wasn't paying attention to me, so I just grabbed a five pound barbell and just point. dropped yeah. it on her head. There you go. Blood was gushing out of her head. She was running through the house screaming. It was bad. Yeah, I me and Ryan Nelson tried to give Brian McDuff a three D one time, and I didn't cradle his <laughs> head properly. We're talking about on the ground. We were on the ground, and I I, I didn't get him properly as the role in the role of Devon Dudley. I guess I know I would have been Bubba Ray. And uh, his, he went face first into the ground. Good God. And, and Ryan, That's why they say don't try those yeah, moves at home. Ryan, Ryan once DDT'd me on concrete. Yeah. Hurt. Hurt. It, it's kind of important to do those the correct way or you can actually And like, not do it on somebody. concrete. <laughs> so. You, you think it's so easy to do those things and people it's not. can live from it's it. Not. But yeah, you, yeah, you can they, actually. They, they are trained professionals, yeah. no question. Roger Shepard wants to know what you're drinking. So uh, here's what I'm talking about. Powerade. I don't know. No, no, no. Roger Shepard is a friend of ours who lives down. Friend of the show, lives down in the uh, I believe in the Virgin Islands. Oh, and he works as a a he works for this big uh, liquor distributorship company. When he comes back to the states, he's usually nice enough to bring us some choice things. Wow. So, so are you a rum drinker? No. Okay. He you know he used to hook uh, old Bob Carscadden up with the good rum. Wow. So. What, what, I'm you're currently a, drinking Powerade. You know. You're not much of a drinker, though, so I don't know. We'll, Roger, I, we'll, we'll get in touch with you. We'll let you know what's going on there. Uh, 901 Stark Dog, and then we'll go to the break. The brink? The brink. The break. Jeez. <laughs> what's worse as a pitcher, giving up the cycle or allowing a walk-off steal at home? It's got to be the walk-off steal. Walk-off steal. Because you can give up the cycle and still win. Yeah. So, yeah, it's got to be that. Losing the game. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's move forward here. Let's move on to the second half of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at... The Mississippi Beef Council, who want to remind you that beef is what's for dinner. Whatever you're doing this weekend, if you're looking to cook out, man, beef is probably the way to go. Some big steaks, maybe some burgers on the grill, or hey, do it up big with a tri-tip or a brisket, some picanha, some ribs. I mean, there's just so many great options when it comes to beef. Nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill. And if you're looking for recipes, they've got them at msbeef.org. Beef is what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Hey, if you don't want to cook, I can I can I got a suggestion for you. Head over to Two Brothers Smoked Meats and enjoy some smoked southern soul food right there in the heart of the Cotton District. Again, with the weather being what it's looking like this weekend, that patio is going to be fantastic, nice and cool outside. Enjoy some smoked wings, a barbecue sandwich, or a lot more. It's not just barbecue when you go to Two Brothers. So, check them out this weekend or the next time you're in Starville. That's Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. They make it simple for you to advantage business systems. It doesn't get any easier than great products and great service, but not everybody's great products and great service are the same, especially when we're talking about service at a local business like Advantage Business Systems versus one of those big box companies. It's just not the same. It's just not the same because you got, I mean, look at the, look how it works out. 1-800 number, 601 number. I know what I would rather call. You know, call center overseas, talk to somebody here in Mississippi. Again, it seems pretty easy. Seven to ten business days before we can solve your problem. Today or tomorrow before we can solve your problem. Pretty easy solutions. So if you own a business, you're doing yourself a favor when you call Advantage Business Systems. That number is 
362-9192, or you can visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Clark County Dog wants to know, aside from State, how did you guys end up choosing other sports teams? We'll start with you, Robbie. How did you end up a Steelers fan? Just Big Daddy was a Steelers fan, right? Yep. Same here. My dad was a Saints fan. Yeah, he also wants to know about Saints, and he wants to know about Chelsea. I think I've talked about Chelsea before. I just made the decision uh, in, in the summer of, I guess, 2014 to get into the Premier League. I saw it was just a lot of people t- tweeting about it and talking about it, and I said, all right, I'll, I'll get in. And I was down to Chelsea and Arsenal, and I picked Chelsea because Robbie Donahoe, who worked here at the time, and worked at WCBI, was a Chelsea fan, and I was like, I'll have somebody to talk about it with, have a friend to talk about it with. So, And I ended up being a very good decision because Arsenal's been terrible and Chelsea is good. My other teams, um, I picked the Lakers because of Kobe Bryant. Right. I was like Same six years old whenever I picked the Lakers. And then, I mean, I've said it before, but like everybody says, I'm just like jumping on the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Like the Yankees, my my granddad was actually in the Yankees organization in the minor leagues. Yeah. So he was a huge Yankees guy growing up. My dad became a Yankees fan, so I became a Yankees fan. So, I mean, I have some legitimate, not not like really ties to every team, but I followed my dad just like most, most everybody kids, else yeah. did. Yeah, I became a Lakers fan because I like Magic Johnson, and my grandmother was a huge Celtics fan, so I like to needle her. And uh, the Giants was, was Will Clark. Was my Is it your player. mom of the uh, Celtics fan? No, too? my mom picks teams just to annoy me. Oh, okay. She's, so she's, she's an Ole Miss fan? No, no, she's a big LSU fan. Oh, love, love my Tigers. <laughs> and and then she started cheering for the Bengals this year. I just love Joe Burrow so much. Like, oh, my God. You don't even know who he is. So, <laughs> yeah, anytime she can go against me, she will. Um, she hates the Saints, too. She's, she's, she's not a Saints fan. Jeez. So, uh, Tucker Medlin, you guys keep saying that Leggett is a vastly better hitter than Forsythe. But is he? Lane has a better OBP. Their batting average is within 15 points. Is everyone just illusioned but because Leggett had two walk-off hits? No. No, I don't think so. I, here's the thing that I keep saying about Leggett. Uh, the batting average is not great. And, yeah, it's not that much better, I guess, than than Forsyth. But you know that he's going to get up there. He's going to battle off pitches. He's going to make a pitcher throw. Um seven, eight, nine pitches in an at-bat, mm-hmm. and we know that he can get up there and deliver a big hit. Yeah. We have not seen very many big hits from Lane Forsyth. So if that's going to be your two guys, that if that's the only two shortstops you're going to be rotating, mm-hmm. I think Leggett gives you a better shot of getting a big hit over Forsyth. Leggett, Plus he has two home runs. Forsyth's never hit three. Three? Okay. Leggett has, is slugging four twenty six. Forsyth is slugging his batting average, one eight nine. He has seven hits on the year. They're all singles. Yeah, you got to take a chance at the guy who can deliver the, the, the bigger hits. So yeah, I'm going to say that he is the better guy. Sheldon Nations wants to know what's the most physical pain you've ever experienced. Uh, probably when I had either my appendix mm-hmm. or diverticulitis. Those are bad. Those it was stomach related though. Yeah, I had a staph infection, and when that thing popped, ooh. I've never felt pain like Gross. that. Gross. I had no idea that you could, a pimple could hurt that much. Uh, let's see here. Steven wants to know, what's the best triple threat at Mania? Does does the TLC match count as a triple threat? Sure. Then that's my answer. Um, That one or... Benoit, Triple H? 
Yeah, or Daniel Bryan, Randy. Was it Randy Orton and Batista? And Batista. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Wasn't the match where Mysterio won the title a triple threat with Orton and, and Kurt Angle? I think it was. Yeah, that's, that's still not not, not. To that, me, that wasn't that wasn't if better. I, than, if, if I can count the TLC match, that's the answer for me. The one Daniel Bryan winning though is the best just, moment. Yeah, because everybody was like behind Daniel Bryan to get that push. Yeah, and I think that just like that that happening in the play in the Superdome, just the roof blowing off the place. Mm. Plus, I'm a little biased because I was actually at that. Mm-hmm. That would be mine. Okay. Also wants to know, better match at Mania, Sean versus The Undertaker or Austin Bret Hart? That's a tough question. Sean Undertaker, I think. The the storyline was better, better yeah. with Austin and yeah. Bret I think because for, of what just, happened just afterwards. Just in terms of a match, it's Sean Undertaker. I'm going to go Sean Undertaker. Yeah. What's your favorite moment? So so it's got for you, it's got to be Daniel Bryan, right? That's, that's way up there. Yeah. I'm trying to think there's like a, a moment where I'm just like, that was – it's maybe Hogan slamming Andre. Yeah, because I'm old enough. That was 12 when that happened. So yeah, I mean that was a worldwide event. Yeah, yeah. people were going to also, theaters to watch that. Also, the Ultimate Warrior beating Hulk Hogan is is on that list for me too. That was a big moment. Yeah. Uh, Paul Barrett says, if they made talking action figures for each of you, what would their catchphrases be? So what do you, what do we say a lot? I don't really have a catchphrase, dude. Dude. Yeah, you say that a lot. Do I? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. So, mine would be, do you know who... Vo- Never mind. Uh, if double first names are state names and double last names are old Miss names, what is Von Siebert's name, since his full name sounds like just one last name? Von Siebert does sound like he should be like a Von Eric. I mean, there should be another name in there. He should be, he should be going to like North Texas State or something? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> That's a good question, though. Is that a USM name, then? It's not all there. Could be. I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, Steve Vincent. No ifs, ands, or buts. Will Landon Sims play one last year in maroon and white? No. Nope. Absolutely not. He's done. Reed Green. If you could build a dream rock band from any time period while they're in their prime, who would you choose to fill out your band? All right, let's do this. Lead okay. singer. Um, let's go Robert Plant. Over Freddie Mercury. Yeah. I'm surprised by that. You're a huge Queen fan. Yeah. I'm surprised by that. All right. Okay, Robert Plant. Guitar. Uh, Jimmy Page. Is you just going to pick Led Zeppelin? <laughs> on bass, probably going right. to go with John Paul you, you Jones. You do your three, and then I'll, you and then I'll probably go with John Bonham on the drums. All right, no, okay, okay. My lead singer is probably still going to be Robert Plant. Okay. He has one of the most unique voices I've ever heard. Okay. Um, guitar, I think I'm going to go Slash. Ooh, because I love I love the style that he plays. Okay, um, he's got a little blues slash yeah. rock, maybe yeah. some metal in there sometimes. All right, bass, um, bass, Getty Lee. That's a fine, fantastic choice. Even if even if he's not the lead singer, yeah, he's, he's still, still a great, great bass player. Yeah, yeah. And then my drummer is going to be Neil Peart. Neil Peart. Okay. Which which very easily could go John Bonham. You on could that too. You could. I'm going to go. Freddie Mercury. Keyboard player Jonathan Kane from uh, Journey. That's a good choice, too. Uh, I'm going to go Freddie Mercury as my lead singer. I'm going Eddie Van Halen. That that was my second choice. As, as I, I'm torn between him and Hendrix. And I love Paige, too, but Eddie Van Halen. Bass. 
Flea is so like I feel like he is what makes the Red Hot Chili Peppers the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I don't know how he does. He's just a character. Band. I don't know how he does in another band, like in a super band. Although he was with Jane's Addiction for a little while. He's just kind of like a character. He's a good bass player, but not Les Claypool. I'll go Les Claypool. Give, I can go with that. And then drummer. I mean, Neil Peart's the obvious answer. I'm gonna stick with him. Yeah, he's the best drummer of all time. Yep. All right. Uh, Ford Polk. Slides, flip-flops, or Crocs? I don't like any of these, but I would go slides. Flip-flops. I'm a slides guy. I'm a flip-flops guy. Do you prefer Coke in the can? You want, you want the slides? You want the thing around your feet? Yeah. Okay. I, don't, I don't want the thing between my toes. I like I that. I don't want that. I like that better. See, uh, I, I, I don't wear to. I can breathe a little more. I very, wear, very rarely wear any kind of shoes where my, my, my toes are available. I like to wear socks most of the time. You can wear socks and sandals like a dad. <laughs> you can do that. I could. Do you prefer Coke in a can, a plastic bottle, or a glass bottle? This is an easy one for me. The rankings you, go as thus. You're your bottle guy. Glass bottle one, can two, plastic bottle three. Really? Oh, yeah. Can, can Coke is better than plastic bottle Coke. Oh, I agree with that, but I just most of the time I see you drinking out of a bottle. Well, that's because I want 20 ounces as opposed to 12. Okay. Uh, yeah, glass yeah. bottle, if that was available to me yeah. all the time, that's where that's yeah, I would drink. But it's mine. Mine would be, uh, I guess, same as yours. Yeah. yeah. What was the rock cooking? Pie. That's correct. That's the correct answer. Uh, let's see here. Only made for the rumblings. What's a Mickey Mouse championship? Ole Miss fans keep saying that's what State got. A Mickey Mouse championship is when somebody you hate wins a championship and you try to belittle it. That's what that is. Okay. I mean, as simple as that. It's I'm jealous of you, so I'm going to make it seem like you you won something insignificant. And, and in the meantime, they would be reacting the same way state fans did had they, they won that national championship. Parades. Yes. So uh, I mean they they put up they they put up banner for coming in second. Yeah. In the SEC West, when a team actually went to a championship yes. and they didn't. Yes. Uh, we got confirmation here. Not really a question, but it is Pico Con. Yes. So good call. Pronounced like John, but with a K. Con. That and that came Con! from his mother. Yes. I think that's his mother. Is that his mother? Uh, yes. Okay. Kim Con. By the way, we talked to Pico the other day. He was scared to death to talk to us. Really? Yeah. That's surprising. He was he, so. He looks like he's a confident young. He man. walked in and man, he was just like, just you could tell he was just scared to death. <laughs> it was it was fun. Uh, he Andy, did fine though. Andy Lossick says, you guys have repeatedly said that the Liberty Bowl performance had a slightly negative effect. Significantly. Significantly negative effect on momentum going into the coming season. With that being said, what's the proper perspective for the importance of bowl game performance? I look at it like this. If you have a really senior heavy team, like what Ole Miss did, right? You can't take a whole lot from the bowl game. Because it's not the same team coming back next year. But for State, who was bringing back a lot, that could have been a launching point, the same way it was in thirteen. It was just a. It was disappointing to see them kind of lay an egg like that. That's look at it. I mean, like they this. just got ran over by Texas Tech, which is just not a great program, and they didn't even have a a, a head coach. They had an interim coach leading the program. They had fired their coach in the yeah. middle of the season. The other thing to remember is, think about it like this: Remember Dak having that great game in the Liberty Bowl, and then that's how it got a little bit of you know he could be a guy next year. 
It's a little Heisman buzz, right? If Will Rogers goes out in the Liberty Bowl and throws for 500-plus yards and five touchdowns, he's, it's the same thing. Like This is a guy next year you need to watch. He's going to throw for about 5,000 yards. And didn't get that because you lost and you played poorly. No, I do think we don't talk enough about the fact that they had half the team out with COVID. I mean, that that, well, was, that was a contributing but factor. That was, a lot but, of that was defensively. Yeah. Offensively, they were missing the tackles, but that was not the reason they couldn't score. Yeah, but I, I still think it was a big deal for them to, to have all those guys missing. No, it was. It was. I mean, I, they weren't good on that's defense. That's why I give up the thirty-four points. I'll get. I'll give them that. Yeah. But seven points was not. No, acceptable. they they should have scored more than that against Texas Tech's defense. Yeah. Uh, rumblings twit. Let me start out by saying I like Luke Hancock, but have we talked ourselves into a better hitter than he is? That he is a better hitter than he is. I know he doesn't strike out a lot, but he's never hit above two seventy. To quote Brad Pitt, if he's a good hitter, why doesn't he hit? I don't think batting average is what says whether or not somebody's a good hitter. There's there's that. Also, last year was his first year as a full-time starter. I expect him to take a step forward. This season is not even half over yet. He could very easily end up around 300 if he just gets hot. So, And I think we, we have to consider the fact that he doesn't strike out a lot, him being a good hitter. Yeah. I mean, he has four strikeouts and almost 100 at-bats. Exactly. All right, uh, where do we go here? Mangum Cafe wants to know. Uh, rank, what are your favorite and least favorite stadium anthems? So, you know, the, the Hay song, that is guy. Is that like Jock Jams yeah, stuff? That guy is, you know, a, a child molester. I don't know why they still play it, to be a honest. Is it a child molester? Or a pedophile or, or a killer? No, he's a, no, he's not a killer. He's a, he's a toucher, I think. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm I mean, trying to think. I can look it up. Who was the guy that, that was like a murderer? Like killed somebody that uh, did one of the stadium. I now I don't know. I'm gonna have to search this too. Yeah, he had fourteen year old girl. Yeah, he had, he had a relationship with. So no, he's Gary a, Glitter. Yeah. Okay. So so no, uh, that's so that's one I I don't like to hear it anymore. You don't hear it very often. Um. Which one do I like? I mean, who doesn't like We Will Rock You? That's that's just, you know, great stuff there. So Yes. Rank these crawfish add-ins. Mushrooms, sausage, Brussels sprouts, corn, and potatoes. Sausage, number one. Sausage is definitely number one. I, I, corn I, I don't want two. Brussels sprouts and or mushrooms in my crawfish. Brussels sprouts aren't good in crawfish boil. They're good. There's a place for Brussels sprouts, but it's not. They need to be, like, crispy. That doesn't work boiled. Sausage, corn, corn potato... potato. Mushrooms, Brussels sprouts. I would switch Brussels sprouts and mushrooms, but we're on the same page. Okay. How good was Hunter Hines' bat flip on Friday? It was good. He knew it was gone. Very good. All right. Uh, where are we here? Coming on up the road here. All right, Ryan Sparks, rank these minor Seinfeld characters who appeared in multiple episodes. Honorable mention, by the way. You don't have Uncle Leo on here? Yes. On. Hello! <laughs> uh, Jackie Childs, Frank Costanza, Newman Putty, Morty Seinfeld, George Steinbrenner. Frank Costanza is number one. Easy man. number one. Yeah. I think Newman is two. And then Jackie Stiles, Jackie Childs for me. Is three. Okay. Yes. I love Jackie Childs. He's in good episodes, too. Who, who is Putty? Putty was uh, Elaine's girlfriend. Uh, 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 what's his name? He does the voice of Joe on Family Guy. Elaine's girlfriend? Boyfriend? Yeah. The guy that painted his face yes. as the devils? Uh, I love that guy. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm not the one going to hell. Uh, so Putty four, Morty Seinfeld five, Steinbrenner. I mean, it's not even Steinbrenner. Yeah. So he was on there once, wasn't he? Didn't Steinbrenner come on one time? I think that's right. Uh, he might have. I can't remember. Trying, who else do they leave off here that for multiple episodes? Um, Crazy Joe Devola. Was a soup Nazi only on one for, episode? Was he? Was I mean, he's on the last episode. But I'm not gonna count that because they brought everybody back for that. Um, Jay Peterman, Peterman, Jay Peterman should be on that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we have clarification. This is from Tim Watley. Tim Watley could be on this list. Uh, any clarification on the Pico Con name debate? Yes, we do. We just got it. Prediction for USA Costa Rica, Robbie. If you don't like this question, it must be asked whether you like America. I mean, I, I did say that when they do like World Cups and Olympics and stuff like that, I do, I do get behind the uh, the USA train on that. Yes, I just I don't I don't cheer for the um, communist countries and right. uh, England and people like that. I don't cheer for the England as a nation. I just cheer for a team that you're supporting them. You're supporting them. I'm just saying. I mean, we both cheer for uh, we cheer for a communist country. We're both Lakers fans. That's true. Uh, that being said, I think they'll win. Uh, Costa Rica is a good player, or a good team. They have better players. Kaylor Navas, so they're in goal. Cheeky little Kaylor Navas. Uh, let's see here. Flying M. Last question. Last question here. Please rank these Mississippi State number thirty fours: Kevin Bowie, Marshall Gilbert, Schneider, Harrard. Guess who's last? <laughs> Hunter Hunter Renfro, KJ Wright. Renfro one. Mm, that's that's tough because KJ's been and been oh, he's coming up on a, a thousand tackles in the NFL. Yeah, great player. I would probably go Hunter Renfro one. Renfro though. one, right to Bowie three, Gilbert four, Schneider Harrard. Unfortunately, last. Yes, I like Schneider Harrard too. When I got a chance he's to nice talk guy. to him, it nice guy, nice guy. for him here. So, all right, guys, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, a little baseball talk. We'll recap what happens uh, over there in uh, Memphis. We'll also uh, start looking ahead to the weekend a little bit. Big series with Arkansas. We'll have some more football to talk about, and maybe some more basketball news as that Chris Jans continues to put his put his staff together. Sam Purcell going to be coaching a little bit longer. Uh, he's in the Final Four now with Louisville, but we got plenty to talk about. Guys, have a great day. Back with you tomorrow for Robbie Falk. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.